Pirate Comedy Show downloadable audio file show number two. Another crappy podcast production. Greetings, greetings, landlubbers. I am Captain J.P. Boyd, legendary pirate. I'm sure you've heard of me. You have heard of me, haven't you? Have you at least heard of pirates? Oh, good, because this is a piratey podcast. We're pirates and we're piratey. We sail the seven seas. We're pirates and we're proud. We sing together loud. We like crackers and cheese. We're pirates and we're piratey. Our mums must be so glad. If you get in our way, don't ask us for parlay. It's never worked with Dad. Welcome to the first honest-to-goodness real pirate comedy show. There's going to be real pirates? I thought it was just us. That's not what I meant. And what's this honest-to-goodness stuff? You lie all the time. No, I don't. There you go again. Now look here. Where? No, that's... All right, look, I'm done with you. I haven't even started with you yet. Uh, That's what I was afraid of. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages... You're not going to encourage children to listen to the show, are you? That's a good point, but it's not like we say whore or anything. (gasps) You just did! Uh, Well, other than that time. Look, folks, I'd like to say how pleased I am to introduce you to our lovely media wench, Miss Molly Mayrose. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. (laughs) I said I'd like to say how pleased I am, but then I'd be lying. See, I told you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all... You're just trying to make it so we have to check that explicit content button on iTunes, aren't you? I was hoping it would boost our ratings. This is a podcast. There are no ratings. Only listeners you don't yet have. Probably for the best. Now, can I start this show or not? I thought we already had. Welcome to the Pirate Comedy Show downloadable audio file show. I am your host, J.P. Boyd, legendary pirate, and this is show number two. And on my left, your right... I always am. ...is my lovely pirate wench, Molly Mayrose. Hello there, and welcome to our show. A few of you may know us from our performances at Renaissance festivals in the Midwest. A few more of you may know us from our comedy album, which you can buy on iTunes. Shameless plug, shameless plug. That's true, you know. If you don't believe us, you can get your credit card handy and go try it for yourself. We'll wait. Okay. Oh, but even more of you, in fact, probably all of you, know us from this piratey podcast which was featured on Apple's Podfinder show number 11, as hosted by the handsome and dashing Adam Curry. Greetings, greetings, land lovers! I am Captain J.P. Boyd, legendary pirate. I'm sure you've heard of me. You have heard of me, haven't you? Well, have you at least heard of pirates? Oh, good, because this is a pirate show. We're pirates and we're piratey. Welcome to the all-new Pirate Comedy Show Downloadable Audio File Show featuring myself, Captain J.P. Boyd, legendary pirate, and my lovely pirate wench, Molly May Rose. Subscribe today to hear the latest sporadic episodes as we broadcast live and direct from the Media Center here at the Grand Scale Renaissance Festival and Fantasy Fair in the lovely seaside village of Sacramento. You'll get music, comedy, and much, much more. So grab a Millstream beer and join in the fun. The Pirate Comedy Show is not affiliated with the Millstream Brewery of Manhattan, Iowa, in any way, shape, or form. Any references to the Millstream Brewery, Millstream Beer, or any other of their fine products is not considered an endorsement of the Millstream Brewery or its employees. That's the Pirate Comedy Show downloadable. Yeah, I gotta get me one of those media wenches. I just gotta love a man with big hair. Uh, actually, he got it cut sometimes after the 80s.
Oh, well, then I, I just love a man with a big... All right, all right, stop it. I don't want to have to click that button. You keep that up and they'll take us out of the children's music category. And speaking of shameless self-promotion, did you know that our CD was also available through Tower Records and Best Buy? No, JP, I did not know that. Tell me more. Well, that's it, really. You can order it through Tower Records or Best Buy. Were we ever in the children's music category? Have you looked? No. Are you done now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, as always, we are broadcasting live and direct via FCC-enforced tape delay from the Media Center here at the Grand Scale Renaissance Festival and Fantasy Fair in the lovely seaside village of Sacramento. Seaside village? The largest body of water is that fake pond where the pirate ship stage is. They don't know that. They're tourists. And as always, we will be bringing you the latest news and information concerning the pirate comedy show. So, so what's new anyway? Um, not much. What's new with you? Not much. Ooh, ooh, we could tell them stories about our Halloween adventures. Ooh, that sounds quite nice. So, the subject of today's episode will be... Our, our Halloween, Halloween adventures. adventures! All right, well, you know, it's it gets awfully cold here in Iowa in, in, like, the winter. Very cold, but it's not winter yet. No, but sometimes it snows by Halloween. Well, we did have flurries. Right, and we had a Renaissance festivals in October before, but then they get really cold. And we have to do things to keep warm. <laughs> no, that's not where I'm going with this. So, so there's no Renaissance festivals, at least right now, in October in, the, in Iowa, in the whole state. Nothing at all. No, so we got bored, so we had to do something new. Right, so you see, uh, coming in 2006 is going to be the Des Moines Renaissance Fair. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Right, and this is being built at a place called Sleepy Hollow Sports Park out on the uh, east side of Des Moines. Oh! Now, they're, they're normally like summertime and winter activities, go-karting, golfing, things like that, and then they do the skiing in the winter. But between the time when it's too cold to be like go-karting and it's too hot to be like skiing... They have Halloween things! Right, so they do like three haunted houses and a 3D clown fog maze and a... It's a scream park. Yeah, and a rat sewer and ew, a ew, trail don't like of that terror. Part. And, of course... The pirate comedy show? No, no, that's no. We, we went to no pirate comedy show. The haunted hayride. But but it was really the pirate comedy show hayride. Right, so so you see what they would do, and they they load these people up. But we like to call it a captive audience in Renaissance festival speak. They put them on the back of these uh, tractor pulled wagons that can hold like I don't know a thousand people each, something like that. It was a hay rack. Yeah, how many does it hold? Like 70? seventy. Seventy. They have to sit like practically in each other's laps, which is really fun on the cold nights. So well, yeah, they, unless they you're hold... sitting next to someone who's not very cute. What are you saying, exactly? Well, some people are not very attractive, and it's not fun to sit next to them. All right, you're going to hurt her Did ratings. you see some yes, of the people I... on the hay rack? I oh, saw a few, yeah. The lady mm -hmm. with the cleavage. Oh, I didn't see her. It was too cold for that, I'm telling you. Anyway, If so... I want to see cleavage, I just look down. All right, so so what they do is they load people up on this hay ride, and it drives through um, all these different scenes they set up. Now, this land is the place where the, uh, it's the 18 acres where they're going to be building the Des Moines Renaissance Fair. You said this land. Yes, it's our land. This land is your land. All right, all right. Is, so, is that, is that duty free? No. All right then. This show is full of duty. <laughs> All right, so so every year they do a different theme, and, and usually it's something like, you know, the trailer drives through scenes, things jump out and go boo, and it drives through some more scenes, things jump out and go boo. boo. You drive through the woods, and a gorilla jumps out and goes boo. boo. You know, you get the idea. But this year, um, the boss man, Rick, he came up with this wonderful idea because he just happened to know the pirate comedy show. Yay! And he wanted to do a story that featured pirates. Because he's always wanted to be one, but he's not. 
Right. So so he, he dreamt up this wonderful story. Do you know the story? I know the story. Okay, it's copyright, by the way. So, But we're going to tell you what it is anyway, because, okay. you know, if you're somewhere where we'll never catch you, I guess you can steal it. <gasps> Don't tell him that. Well, the children's book is going to be coming out. He's working but on a children's pirates. book. Pirates. Yeah. All right. Then. The children's book will not say whore. Can't it say whore a little bit? Well, yeah, like whorelet. Okay. I like oh, is that, that where the word harlot comes from? <gasps> I don't know. All right. So, so tell, tart? Him, tell him the story. Well, once upon a time, you see, there was this vortex. Oh, no, before the vortex. Got to go before the vortex. Once upon a time, there were these two pirates. And there was Captain... What was your pirate name again? Captain Pearl. Captain Pearl. And he was evil and vile and a scum sucker. And uh, then there was this other wonderful, beautiful, serene, graceful pirate named Captain Blackheart. And that was played by me. <laughs> and um, they were they were fighting together, and they were both forced to walk the plank together. And when they walked the plank and they went into the water, they sank into the water below, where they disappeared under the sea. You know what? What story are you doing? They were fighting over some treasure out on the sea, and the vortex sucked them up. Now, I don't know which hayride you were working. Well, they went down under the sea, see? And then they, they found this medallion. The vortex didn't show up yet. They found this medallion, and they... They, they found out they could breathe underwater if they were both holding on to the medallion, but they both wanted it because they were kind of selfish. So they broke it in half, and then the vortex opened, and one of them got sucked through into the future. Maybe I need to be telling this story. It was, it was a medallion, a mystical medallion from uh, the lost city of Atlantis. But, but the medallion was under the water. They didn't have it at first. Which script did you go by? The one that Rick wrote, the, not see, the one that you made up when you were drinking that night. See, here's the problem. See, we work different parts of this show, so uh, we very, very didn't see it. Anyway, okay, so the pirates uh, and this medallion that does what? That um, lets them travel through time. Right. Thus the name Time, time Pirates. pirates. Dun, dun, All, right. Dun. All right. So so the medallion's in two pieces. Blackheart has one piece. Pearl has another piece. And you can't control where you're going to time jump unless you have both pieces. So they're just jumping through time, trying to catch up with each other and, and So get we can get the together. other piece of the medallion from the other person so you can put them together and be all powerful. Right. So that was basically the story. It's these two pirates trying to get the medallion together. But then there's this Atlantean and, and the Atlantean emissary is chasing us through history also because she can also move through town time because she's an Atlantean. Yes, and everyone you know? knows Atlanteans are time travelers. Of course they do. Well, we hope they do. They do now. So, she's she's trying to chase us down too so that she can try to get the medallion away from us, but she can't get it by forcing us to give it to her. She just has to get close enough to snatch it from us. Right, see, the deal is that, that Hayrack would drive through, and this is in dark, this is at night, and uh, the tour guide starts off giving him a tour of the Renaissance Festival, and then all of a sudden the tram was stopped. The trailer was stopped by a mysterious lady with long flowing white hair and a blue robe kind of cloak, and she mesmerizes the uh, tour guide and, and makes him go wander off into the distance. That's when Clyde went to get his drink. I know. And he kept it on the golf cart. I know. So, so, so she sets up this story about the two bloodthirsty pirates, and, uh, and they drive along. Then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, there's this huge flash that goes off. And all right, what about the fire? zombies? This is Halloween. Oh. Well, I never saw the zombies. So See, okay, I'll, that tell, I'll tell the first part, because that's where I was. So the right, zombies fine. attack out of nowhere, and she explains that every time there's a time jump, people nearby that were near the time jump that one of the pirates made kind of get sucked through. But since they, <laughs> since they don't have the medallion right, they turn up as undead zombies. Brain. 
Right. So, so that's what the zombies were, and that scares everybody, and they jump, and they squee. And, and they and, go, boo. Yeah, there you go. And then they roll on, and, and then there's the blinding flash. The blinding flash with the smoke and the fire. Right, and then that's, of course, the, the time vortex opening, which means one of the pirates is about to arrive. So, yeah, so the Atlantean has to, like, leave and stuff. Okay, now, you got to picture this. We're, like, hiding out in the woods and stuff, waiting for in a the trailer. Bushes. Yeah, at night, waiting for the trailer to come by, right? And the wild animals are sort of, like, rustling around in there, and, right. oh, yeah. So the trailer rolls by, and then uh, then myself and my sidekick, Willigan, in wonderful pirate costumes, which they provided for us. Yeah. Yeah, mine was a Johnny Depp. What was yours? Uh, I don't know. Mine was just red. Yeah, Willigan looked like one of the guys stuck in the uh, the jail cell at Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So so we jump on, we hijack it, and we get to we get to do like lots of little jokes inspired by the pirate comedy show. It, we started out trying to do it scary, but after the first weekend, people it, said you're not scary. Yeah. So we turned it into a comedy show. Which is what we do best. That's what we wanted to do anyway. Well, I don't because know. When people look at you, they naturally laugh. Yeah, that's things. And they point and they right. snigger so, and so, they giggle. And... So we go along and, and we're riding the hayride. Then there's a second flash, which of course is the other pirate arriving. Uh, and the right, uh, right then the zombies come out and they attack and it's all spooky. More and, zombies. And uh, Willigan gets sucked off by the zombies. You and give him away to the zombies. I was defending the trailer. But yeah, but yeah, but you, you let your sidekick go. That's not very nice of you. All right. So the trailer rolls along and I, I run away heroically. Yeah, run away like a big chicken. Right. Buck, 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 buck. Yep. And then um, uh, uh, my sidekick actually gets onto the tram at that point, and her name is Benjamina. Benjamina Gunn. And she's telling everyone, of course, who she works for. Captain Blackheart, that's me. And she's telling everyone how vile I am and how awful I am and how ugly I am and how smelly I am. And, of course, right in the middle of that, I have to get onto the tram and smack her around a bit. And then some men asked, to, you know, said they'd give us money if we wrestled and... Well, it was just sick. It was just sick. It was. Family show. Come on oh, now. Sorry. This is the only thing the children can do at this place. Oh, well, not quite. They can roast marshmallows and listen to the storyteller. That's true. Does the storyteller say whore? I don't know. Well, we could pay her $5 to do it. There you go. All right. So then the tram pulls up to my ship, you see, because it's time to go to the pirate ship. And at the pirate ship, Benjamina and I go on board the ship. And it's really big. It's this big, yeah, big yeah. ship. This is actually the, the facade for the pirate ship that's being built for the Des Moines Renaissance Fair. So the trailer actually entered into the, the, a wooded forest area, trees on all sides. The bushes. And rolls up to this uh, like two-story tall, uh, story and a half, something like that. It's really uh, big. Black pirate ship silhouette. And sitting next to it is a like hangman's gallows with stairs leading up to the top. And the, dun, 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 the, the wood and the railing and the lights flickering. And a hangman's noose hanging down, which of course is, is awfully entertaining at night on a trailer full of people on hay. Of course it is. All right. Okay, so... So I go on board the ship, you see, and I, I look at the tram, and we're, we're, I wasn't supposed to call it a tram, was it? They I? don't like it when we call it tram, but we We looked to... at the hay rack. Yeah, we looked at all rack. the people at the hay rack, and, and I discovered that there was... I knew that, that your character of Captain Pearl had hidden the medallion somewhere amongst them. That's what I figured out. So I had to find it somewhere. And by doing that, there was only two ways I could find it. Which were? Well, there was the nice way. What's that? I had to search them all one by one by one. Oh, well, that would take forever. Well, and I had to touch them all then, and then they all have those sticky, icky, you know, victim cooties. and Ew. Ew, especially the little children, the snotty-nosed ones. Didn't like that. So then there was the other way. 
The fun way? My way. Blast them all to smithereens and leaving nothing behind but the medallion, because, of course, everyone knows that Atlantean medallions cannot be destroyed, but people can. Yeah, that's that's made out of really good stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, and the ship had two cannons sticking out of it. Yeah, very There was the little cannon and the big cannon. What was the little cannon called? Little Richard. What was the big cannon called? Big! Hey, 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 family podcast. Richard. That's what I thought. It was really dick. All right. Anyway, she fires Big Richard at the uh, at the tram. I mean the the hay ride, hay rack ride. Rad, yeah. And um, instead of the cannonball coming out, all this confetti comes shooting out at the people on the hay rack. So we're much distracted by that, Benjamin and myself. And, and, and that's when the hero Captain Pearl sneaks He's up from not behind the hero. Our- he wasn't my version of the story. Comes running up from behind them. He'd been hiding out in plain sight behind the, the pirate ship, apparently. Something like that, right? It's fun to say bushes. Holds a knife. Holds a knife behind Blackheart's neck and says, Did someone order a party? Because it shot confetti. So, uh-huh. See, that's a good and that one. never got a laugh. So then we added a new joke. Yeah, and I said, Yo, ho, ho. And I said, Who you calling a ho? Which got riotous laughter night after night after night. It was the biggest laugh in the show. And of course, it was mine. Ha, <laughs> ha. No, I, I think that Willigan rides the short ship to work because he's special. That was that was pretty big. Mm, you just no. had to be there. See, you didn't hear the laughs that we got in the first part. No. Yeah. Me and Willigan spent a lot of time sitting out in the woods waiting for that tram to come by. In the bushes. Yes, in the dark with the deer and the antelope roaming in you the forest. You don't want to know. All right. Anyway, so. He had a cooler full of beer, I heard. Not a cooler. He, he just had a few. He didn't share either. Yes, he did. Did not. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so, so like, right, so she's been there, and I've got the knife to her neck, and I'm issuing demands, and... And then my wonderful sidekick, Benjamin Gunn, comes right up behind him and sticks her knife at his neck. Ha 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 I didn't see that coming, did you? No, you didn't. Had to move the plot along. And then, um, you know, I had to ask what happened to Willigan, and... I fed him to the zombies. Yeah, that's that's really Stop smart feeding there. the zombies, there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Okay, so we decided he'd gotten a little pudgy because he was putting on weight over the last 300 years we'd been chasing him through history. Hey, I work out at the gym twice a week. So, of course, Benjamin and I decided he needed a little walking routine to the gallows. <laughs> so I thought it was a specialty store at the new Mega Mall they just opened. No, it was a nice walk over to the gallows. So, Benjamin wanted to put on the gallows robe, don't you know? Because, you know, at that age, those those teenage sidekicks, it's all about the clothes. Right, so so we're led down the uh, the the backside of the ship, away from the the trailer full of uh, of the audience members, and we're hey picking and stuff, right? Hey rack, and then the uh, hey rack. Mm-hmm. They don't like, why do they like, not like it when we call it a tram? I, I don't. They think it's too Disney. They've been calling it a hay rack for twelve years, I guess. And we come in, we turn it into a tram. And we have them anyway. Calling. So I, I made him have to climb the stairs to the top of the gallows. So there's the hooded uh, associate up there leading me up the stairs, Benjamina. And, and there's Blackheart behind me and with knives. my knife in his back. Yeah, lots of knives and stuff like that. And I had a stuffed parrot, and I did jokes with that too. But we won't that go there. That was just sick. I'm putting that in the pirate comedy show next year. I know, but it was dead. I have to get another one. It was stuffed. And the one that, that can survive more than four weekends. It was plastic. It, it was lost a plastic, its it was... eyes. It lost its tail. It looked like you'd abused it by the it, end of the four weekends. No, it had a rough job. Yeah. All right. So so they take me up to the uh, top of the gallows and uh, they put Which a... Which is a real working gallows with a trap door. Yeah, a trap door held back by this big bungee cord so nobody accidentally triggers it when somebody's Whoops. standing on it Boom. like me. It was, it was the scariest thing I did was standing up there on the gallows. And they uh, put this black cloak over me. Drop a, a big black shroud over yeah, your head. Yeah, so it covers you were, me. you were afraid to look. There you go. Covers me head to toe, and they, they drop the cloak on, and they put the uh, noose around my neck. That was fun, but you were right. worried about rope burns and yeah, kind of whined and cried burns, a bit. Yes. yes. 
You would be too if you were under that thing. It smelled. Well, that's not my right. fault. It's not All my right. fault it picked up odors from yourself. Right. So Blackheart on one side, me under the cloak, and uh, the hooded... My sidekick, Benjamina. Yeah. All right. So, you know, we asked him if he had any last words, but we didn't want to give him any because, you know, Pearl talks too much as it is. And uh, we just decided to send him to straight straight to meet his maker. So we sent him to Hades and we popped the, the, uh, the trap door open and it fell straight through. And instead of seeing the body dangling at the end of the rope, the whole thing just fell down and collapsed and there was no body. Mysteriously it, vanished. Mysteriously vanished, which was I, I found quite you know, amazing. You know why? It's because it's... Magic. magic yeah it was a full-scale magician's illusion which which was really really neat and we could tell you how it works but then I could the, tell them. the international brotherhood of magicians would would come find us is that who was following me tonight yeah you know they'd, mm. they'd they'd be like making making sponge balls disappear in front of you until you couldn't take it anymore oh no yeah they'd be pulling like flowers out of their hat and, and stuff. And then they'd make me tug on that scarf that never ends. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Hate that's that what part. they do. It's a look. Yeah. They're going to levitate a dollar. Okay, we're going to okay. get notes from the magicians. Yes, we are. All right. So, so he vanished into thin air and I was all confused and I'm wanting to know from my sidekick Benjamina where he went. And all of a sudden Benjamina pulls off her cloak and it's not Benjamina, but it's actually Willigan, his sidekick in disguise. <gasps> Didn't see that coming. He's alive. He's alive and he's also guess what? An Atlantean. Yeah, he's wearing the same type of blue robe-like thing that the the, the lady with the white hair was wearing at the beginning of the show. And Hmm. he he has hair, but it's not long. It's just short and white. So um, he actually turns into an Atlantean, and he manages to grab the medallion from around my neck. And of course, without the medallion, neither of us can survive, and I'm gone. My piece is gone. So I magically die, and I have this dying scene, which was very, very, it was very dramatic, I think. Yes, it was very, very dramatic. And um, the crowd always burst into spontaneous applause at the end of my death scene. Yeah, they were just glad it was over. Shut up. All right. So then I'm laying there dead, and then he was flirting with the Atlantean, and the oh, lady, yeah, the Atlantean. lady was flirting with him. Yeah, the Atlantean lady mis- appears from behind the trailer. And, and they're talking about how blue their eyes are, and it just got kind of yes. creepy after a while. Okay, so Willigan was, was secretly an Atlantean, uh, you know, like a double agent, and now that I had vanished and they had recovered that medallion, they had the other medallion from Blackheart, and they were back together, could go back to Atlantean, and the end! And the crowd goes crazy. The crowd went mild. Mild. You know, this is very strange. When you come to actually try to explain the storyline of what we actually did for four weekends... um, You never explained where Benjamina went, and that always bothered me. That was a dangling Benjamina. Sort of like a dangling participle, but not quite Right, right, right. So, so anyway, so that's this is the reason that we bring this up is we didn't get to do any performances in uh, October because we were working out all the weekends, uh, you know, like uh, four weekends, Friday and Saturday, the first two weekends, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the last two. We did over one hundred performances in a four week period, and uh, at night we were out there work until midnight or after. Yeah, this thing on would the all, Friday and Saturday nights. The first trailer would come rolling around about seven fifteen and seven thirty, and there'd be one, there'd be three an hour, just continuous running back and forth across the field to get into position. And, and some of the nights it was warm, and some of the nights it was cold. We had two fires. We had uh, the flash pot set a big pile of hay on fire one night. Yeah, we had to stomp that out with our feet, and then it kept restarting because it was kind of a windy night. So Benjamin and I were stomping out the fire between scenes. Hey, I did that too. I, I almost ruined my three hundred dollar pair of rin 
boots. I told you not to stomp out fires with your boots. That's rinboots.com. Uh, not recommended for stomping out fires. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. And uh, then we had another fire that happened when one of the, um, you know, there's no, they didn't have any lighting except for the spotlights in the ship area. They and were they using had the tiki torches. Tiki torches, yeah. They were using that because it's, you know, spookier. And, and one of the tiki torches fell over. <laughs> In the uh, pathway. I bet you knocked it down. No, 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 no one was there. I just looked over. The, it was the guys on the other side of the river at the uh, the terror trail were trying to get our attention. That was the for- haunted forest. The haunted walk. forest. Yeah, we'd yell like, back and forth when we got bored. We'd yeah. love, hello in the haunted forest, and they go, hello on the pirate ship. We'd yeah, just we'll see that. I heard them yelling like, hey, ride, hey. I thought they were just waiting for you, and and then they were like, there's a fire, and so sure enough, there was. And nobody was. Uh, this was when we were getting set up one night, and this fire is just blazing because the tiki torch had fallen over, and the grass was kind of dry. It's kind of dry and iowa in october yeah so so there was like this flame so i'm down shooting there shooting high I, I called on my cell phone and there's a fire there's a fire one of the guys that worked out there was a volunteer fire department and uh, uh, he came up to check it out and he said i can put that fire out for you right now unzipped his pants and, and he peed, peed the, all fire. Over the fire he yeah. actually peed the now, see, but he put the fire out with his um yeah. urine yeah yes. there you go mm. but see what you don't know is i'd been stomping out all the other things he put out the important thing and he showed up with his fire extinguisher and just you know bees on the fire so yeah, yeah the fireman looked really heroic until he actually urinated on the fire yeah well we were all standing around going oh we could have done that and well i i couldn't have i hadn't well, it would have been difficult mm. yeah i would have had to get no probably no, get burnt. It couldn't have done that yeah yeah so let's see so let's we had a couple go of there. fires we're gonna get that, that, they're gonna push that button on us again because uh, we're talking about see. bodily functions and fluids there we go. i don't think you're supposed to talk about bodily fluids in podcasts we could just go back to say whore again well, that'd probably be better than saying bodily fluids. All right. So so we had fires. What else happened while we were out there? Uh, there was the, the deer that was hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah. We, we were hiding in this little cubby hole out in the forest, and the trailer would come riding by, and we had to sit there and crouch and hide and stay out of sight. And there's, like, animals in the forest. And I, I grew up in the city. Well, there was the weird haunted wolverine. Some kind of big furry animal that was hanging out down by the pirate ship, and it made me scream and cry, and I had to clap my hands at it to make it go away, and... Benjamina thought I was kicking it or beating it with a stick. I don't know. I thought there was a, uh, like a raccoon or something. It was a raccoon or a wolverine or a woodchuck or, I don't know, it was something. It was something, something. big and fuzzy. Now see, the, the trailer would come up to that final pirate ship and, and, and Wooligan and I had already made it across the field because the, the tram would kind of take this long, hay, the Hayrack trailer would kind of take this long <laughs> way around. And so we'd be back hiding behind the, the pirate ship set waiting for them. And so we started doing silly things. Like one time, uh, you know, I laid down on the ground and the girls had to walk around me. And they were trying to make us crack up and not be able to do our lines, which I'm such a professional. I never crack yeah. up when I'm we, doing my lines. We had lines. these body mics on us. All the trailers had sound systems and just thousands of dollars of body mics and stuff were, were rented for the show. So everybody could actually hear the dialogue. And so the next time they came through, myself and Willigan are laying down and... Then the next time through, we had the two zombies and all of us were laying down. So, I mean, they were laying there, and the first time I was, they were laying there, I just stepped over them. And the second time they were laying there, I, I took my glove off and I swatted them both on the tummy and uh, didn't break my lines at all, just kept going and doing the scene. And, and then the third time, I, I decided to be prepared for them, you see, with a little surprise of my own. She had a bottle of water. and she I had a bottle of water. And splashed us all as she went by. It was great because it was like 35 degrees. It was about 35. It was the last tram of the night. I wouldn't have done it if there'd been an yep, earlier yep, 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 yep. tram. It was hayride the, trailer. Oh, it was the last hay rack of the night. And um, 
I just picked up the water. I had it hidden where they couldn't see it. I took a chance they wouldn't be able to find the water bottle in the dark. And as I went back there, they were laying there uh, in the place where I needed to be walking past for the scene. And they also had the two zombies. They'd actually uh, recruited the zombies to lay there too to try to make us laugh during our scene so that they'd be able to hear it on the hay rack. And I just picked up the bottle of water and I kept saying my lines. And the whole time I just sprinkled them with the water. And the zombies got really kind of upset about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were they young. They were sort of zombie swearing, but, you know, the zombies yeah. weren't mic'd so they couldn't hear it. Yeah, they they weren't really happy zombies. They were not happy zombies. They had no yeah. sense of humor, those zombies, really. If you, know, if you ever meet a zombie, you're going to discover no, no yeah, humor no there. Yeah, no sense of humor. No. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So we had lots of pranks and, uh, you know, we, we played cards and did put limbo poles up. We were doing all kinds of we things We sang songs there. between trams. When we got yes. bored. We did a little harmony, doo-wop yeah. songs yeah, it was, and Motown it was, songs. It's the funny thing is because I think we did more work and more performances just during those four weekends than we would normally do in like a year or two at Renaissance festivals. Oh, I think so. You know, I was just exhausted. But we made fun of people on the hay rack. Oh, yeah, that's good because, you know, when they somebody... They hecklers sometimes. Yeah, when so somebody heckles, place. it's not like they can go anywhere. So we just... I just... I actually called a girl a... I called her skanky. I called her skanky. Was she skanky? She was skanky and she oh, was it's very okay, rude and, and she was... Th- you know, flailing her fists at me, and we were making fun of her, and we got the whole hay rack to laugh and point at her, and she was really upset. No uh, sense of humor there in that skanky skanky girls. No humor there. One of the times, one of the first couple of weekends, I I, I got up, jumped on the on the on the the hay rack trailer when it came by and stuff and me and Willigan jump up there and we're doing our lines and we look out and there's like eight kids and they've all got their cell phones on and they're all like like text messaging and stuff. You know, it's like people, you know, they pay, you know, their their money to go see all these attractions. They pay like one price and get to do everything. And they'd ride the hayride and they'd be like text messaging their friends or be on the phone. It's like, hello, the we're doing a weekend, show. The very first weekend, the, the hay racks were pulled by these big, powerful tractors, don't you know? And uh, the very first weekend, the tractor drivers didn't really know what to expect. And, and we didn't know what to expect because we had no rehearsal at all for this thing. We just went right into it with no rehearsal. And, uh... The tractors didn't slow down a whole lot the first weekend, and uh, the first time I was supposed to get on the hay rack, it was moving too fast. I couldn't get on it, and I was actually jogging down the dark road, trying to say my lines with my body mic on, jogging after the tractor to catch the hay rack, and I finally just had to, I I knew I was either going to have to chase it the whole way uh, to the pirate ship, or I was going to have to just jump for it and hopefully make it, and I had this horrible image in my head that I was going to miss and fall right on my posterior, and um... Actually, I made it, but I was—it was—it was touch and go there for a minute. You know, it's a funny thing is we always talk about the crazy stuff that goes on at a Renaissance festivals. But how many times have you been in a field at night trying to catch a trailer pulled by a tractor? It was kind of fun, yeah. and, and you had to hide from people. And sometimes the people on the hay rack would be, "I can see you." It's like, shut up. You know, the f- the first weekend they were looking for that. They were seeing the red lights on the uh, body mics because I could hear them go, "Red light!" You know, before somebody jumped out. So we started so hiding we, those. We started hiding the red lights yeah. on the body mics. So, and some nights the body mics worked, and some nights they didn't. That was exciting. Yeah. Well, you know, when we go behind the ship, if it wasn't for the body mics, they would have been able to hear any of the uh, dialogue or That's anything true. like that. Yeah. So that's kind of what we did in October. And it also snowed the one weekend. Yeah, we had like snow flurries coming down on us. Flurries and snow, but they yeah. made us perform anyway because they were just slave drivers yeah, out there. Slave drivers. slave drivers. And they, they also had, uh, we had rain one of the uh, nights before. And, and so, you know, like running around trying to in get the on mud. A, Yeah, in the mud, trying to jump up on this trailer and stuff. So it's crazy stuff. It was fun though. Yeah, it was. That was actually fun. It was the toughest, toughest performing stuff I'd have ever done. Well, you were running and jumping a lot. You whined a lot about it too, though. Well, yeah, my legs hurt. 
Oh, you see, he's whining again. I catch that again. trailer over a hundred times. Well, I did too. Yeah, but it like stopped for you. But I'm more stalwart. Yeah, and they, they, they actually put a speaker in the, the trailer's cab um, on the second weekend or maybe after the first night or two so they could hear us, so we could actually stay, say stuff like, uh, I'm commandeering this vessel if I can catch it, and then he'd slow down. <laughs> well, then you were making everyone boo for me when you said Blackheart, they'd all go boo. Yeah, and they do it too when, when you jump on. And they so do. then so I started, uh, when I was on the ship, I started making them say different things so they'd be up there and I'd be just about ready to shoot them with Big Richard. Richard. And um, I'd make them all go, please, please, don't kill us. Pretty, pretty, please. And they'd, they'd actually <laughs> like a, say it. Like like 60, 70 people going, please, please, please don't, don't kill us. us. <laughs> and then, then I'd make them say, ooh, ooh, You made them do the ooh, ooh noises. Oh, they'll do anything. It's just like I Renaissance Festival. If you just festival. ask them to, they'll do it. Yeah. It's amazing what they'll actually say if you tell them to. They're, they're just like sheep, you know. They're just the, they want to be led. Yeah, and so, so so we had just all kinds of crazy stuff was going on, and sometimes the special effects wouldn't work, and the flash pot wouldn't go off, you know, and it's like, oh, look, blinding time portal. But it was, it was cool because it was so dark when they'd be coming by, especially when they moved it in front of them on the second weekend, right before the second zombie attack. It'd be like dark, and this thing would go off, and everybody on the Everyone tram... scream. Yeah, they'd like scream and grabbing their eyes, and blood would be coming out and stuff. It'd be... <laughs> Well, we learned really quick, because after the first time through, when you accidentally saw it when it went off, it was blinding. Yeah, you had to look away from it's it. It's like looking at lightning. So it was really a good time out there. We had lots of fun. We made some good friends. Uh, we had a couple old friends with us um, that were actually in the cast, and we made a new friend out of Willigan. He, he, I'd never met him before, but he was a charming gentleman. And the zombies were kind of whiners, though. No yeah. sense of humor and whiny. Oh, it's okay. They were too young to go to the uh, comedy club and drink free drinks last night for our cast party. I liked that part. Yeah, that was neat. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. See, anything else? Hmm, I don't know. If I think of something, you'll just add it in later. Ah, no, no editing. We're just gonna move forward. Gotta well, find. Well, what are we gonna do next then? Oh, we're gonna have another show. Oh, is that gonna be the Gypsy Comedy Show? No, no, that's gonna be for next season. Yeah, we're gonna we're working on another act because we think that eventually pirates may not be trendy. Oh, but pirates will always be trendy. As long as Disney's cranking out the sequels and the DVD with Johnny Depp. This has been the Pirate Comedy Show downloadable audio file show number two with Captain J.P. Boyd. I'm Molly Mayrose with the cleavage you love to look at. Um, this is an audio-only podcast. I'm Molly Mayrose with the cleavage you love to listen to. That's better. Stay subscribed and we'll see you at the fair. Another crappy podcast production.